And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, February the 6th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1778, during the American Revolutionary War, the United States won official recognition and military support from France. They signed a Treaty of Alliance in Paris. Today in 1788, Massachusetts became the sixth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Today in 1815, the state of New Jersey issued the first American railroad charter to John Stevens. He proposed a rail link between Trenton and New Brunswick. The line was never built. He had a great idea. He just couldn't raise the money to build it. Today in 1911, Ronald Wilson Reagan, 40th President of the United States, was born in Tampico, Illinois. Today in 1998, President Bill Clinton signed a bill changing the name of Washington National Airport to Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport. Ronald Reagan once famously said, as he did so many different sayings that are quoted, but he said, we planned to change America, but we changed the world. That was not an ego statement. He meant we as in America. But it was under his leadership, of course. Today in uh, 1998, Carl Wilson, founding member of the Beach Boys, he died in Los Angeles, age 51. Today in 2000, First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton, she launched her successful candidacy for the U.S. Senate. And today in 2008, the Bush White House, George W. Bush, They defended the use of interrogation. It's a technique known as waterboarding. They said it was legal, not torture, as critics argued. They said it had saved many American lives. Well, President Joe Biden and his speechwriters are probably going to have to rewrite a part of his speech. They've been working on it for weeks, (laughs) I can imagine. Uh, He's set to give the State of the Union speech uh, tomorrow night. And uh, uh, as I understand it, I, of course, haven't met with the president, but as I understand it, he had quite a piece in there about his uh, prowess in creating a good relationship with China. Yeah, he sure has. He and Hunter and his brother James and all of them have a good relationship with China and Ukraine and every other country on the face of the earth that they could extract money from. But nonetheless... He had a piece in his uh, speech about, you know, how great he's doing with China and blah, blah, blah. Well, (laughs) not so good now. So he's probably going to be feverishly rewriting that. Not he, but his people are going to be rewriting it. Following this Chinese spy balloon being shot down this past weekend, actually shot down finally on Saturday, as you know. I want to talk to you a little bit about the implication of this. I think it's worthy of some time this morning. But um, Biden speechwriters are going to try to help the president emphasize a series of accomplishments during his State of the Union speech, because that's what they do. But it's going to be difficult to get around the Chinese issue because they thought, I think that the Biden people 
thought that America would just go, oh, it's a balloon, and and they would say, don't worry about it. It's a weather balloon. It blew off course. And by the way, let's get back to opening abortion clinics or whatever. I think that's what they expected the response to be um, here in America. But it was not. According to an ABC News poll released yesterday, 62% of Americans would consider themselves to be angry or disappointed were President Biden to be reelected. And they were ref- they were talking about, some of them in the final taking of this poll, were talking about these kinds of decisions. President Biden, <laughs> in a hypothetical rematch, this is ABC, released yesterday, were President Biden to be um, running against former President Trump, Trump would win by three po- by three points. And this is not a conservative poll. It was taken by ABC News, and there's hardly there anything but conservative. China is upset. Not only are 62% of Americans upset, but China's upset as well. They're indignant this morning, again, for the second time. They're, they're using diplomatic channels, but they're telling the United States that they disc- we discriminated against them by using force when the mil- American military shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon, saying the act had seriously impacted and damaged both sides' efforts and progress in stabilizing Sino-U.S. relationships. That, I, don't, I don't know about you, but that is hard for me to digest. They send a spy balloon. They float it over America. Our president is so inept that he doesn't do anything about it. And his top military guys, Milley and these other guys, are telling him, oh, don't, don't shoot it down. It might hurt somebody on the ground or whatever. And so he waits and waits and waits. And finally, America blows up and, and they're outraged. People were all across this nation. On both sides of the political aisle, they're saying, man, you can't do this. You can't let China just float their balloons and take pictures or, I don't know, test interrupting some of our systems, particularly the nuclear warheads, the nuclear missiles that we have poised, ready to fire to protect our nation. And Biden just ho-hums it? I don't think so. So... (laughs) After this weekend, then finally, he reacts because it's all political with people like Joe Biden. He's not acting out of a, an intense love for Compare him to Ronald Reagan. Do you think Ronald Reagan would have sat and tapped his pencil on his desk while China floated a balloon or Russia or anyone else over America gathering surveillance, particularly over one of our most sensitive military installations in Montana? I don't think so. I think China knew that. Would Trump have? Trump would have, I don't know what Trump would have done. He would have talked about it a lot. I know that. But I don't know. But he would have done something. He'd have blown up the balloon. I mean, anybody knows that. You have to wonder, is this president, I mean, was is it deliberate? Surely not. I hope it's not. I don't know. Marco Rubio had some interesting things to say about this. I'm going to share that with you a little later. But former director of national intelligence James Clapper said Saturday that the United States shouldn't be, I'm quoting him, hyperventilating 
over a Chinese spy balloon. These are the people that are advising Joe Biden, who has some cognitive challenges. We all know that. This was after President Biden finally gave the order to shoot down the balloon, the balloon as it completed its spy a- a- assignment over our nuclear weapons facilities in Montana and elsewhere. It was leaving U.S. territory. Clapper said, quote, I think the bigger issue here is, you know, we don't expend too much crisis energy, if you will, on hyperventilating over an air balloon. Clapper told CNN, when you think about the crisis spectrum, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Nero fiddling while Rome burned. That's the problem that we have in America. It isn't about Democrats and Republicans. It's about what we, our basic beliefs. Do we really love this country? No, not more than the kingdom of God. I get accused of that sometimes by people that don't know me, that say that I'm more involved in the society and in the politics and all that. I'm I'm not at all. I do love America, not more than the kingdom of God, but Christians have dual citizenship. We're citizens of this world, and the Bible is very clear about that, and we are called to a mission while we are in this world. We're called to be salt and light. Jesus called us to do that. We are told to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I've spent my lifetime doing that, so I make no apology for talking about my other citizenship, which is here in America. I think most of us, ordinary, us little people, I think we do love our country and we're concerned about it. I'm deeply concerned about it. I think many of you are as well. That poll that ABC released, 62% of Americans consider themselves to be angry or disappointed. They're not sure which. They're one or the other or both. But there's reason for concern. There's reason to be upset. The Bible speaks to confusion. We live in an age of confusion. The Bible says, Isaiah chapter 40, He giveth power to the faint, to them that have no might, He increaseth strength. The Bible says, God is not the author of confusion. Isaiah wrote in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, And thine eyes shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. God will guide us through these kinds of times, but these are very confusing times. What should be isn't, and what should not be is, as someone has said. In Philippians chapter 4, Paul wrote these words. He said, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And then he said this, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is the rock upon which we build our lives. The word of God, the person of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, who came to earth and became flesh. God became flesh and died on a cross because you sinned. And so have I. And we needed a Savior. 
And Jesus Christ is the only one that could save us and can save us from eternity in hell because of our sins. That's what Christianity is about. And when this nation was founded, those principles, the principles of godliness, the principles of the Bible were infused, and that's the founder's words, not mine, were infused into all of the institutions of America. No, we weren't a theocracy, nor should we have been. We never have been. But we were a nation that embraced the principles, the eternal principles of Almighty God. And that's why this nation has flourished and prospered and become the richest, the most prosperous, the most free, the most blessed nation in the history of the world. And now these people are dismantling it. The only question is not if they're dismantling, but do they know what they're doing? Or are they just pursuing this false religion of progressivism? And we're seeing the results of it. I used to think it was just simply because they walked in darkness. I'm beginning to think, at least with some, in some roles of leadership, it's intentional. I think globalism has seeped into the minds and the hearts of some of these people, the elite, and they really are making decisions sometimes to undermine the dominance of America on this planet because they really are buying into a globalist ideology. That's where progressivism takes one if you commit to it. Anyway, Clapper Clapper told CNN, he said, when you think about the crisis spectrum, the invasion of Taiwan, or God forbid a nuclear confrontation, he said, this balloon thing isn't all that big a deal. He said, I think we need to sort of put this in perspective. I'd like to do that for a few minutes this morning, put it in perspective. By all means, we should put it in perspective. His response is an echo, the far, li- far left's agenda for America. Be weak, be woke. That's pretty much what their message is. The Department of Defense, DOD, announced Thursday, last Thursday, that it had tracked the Chinese balloon as it crossed over Alaskan waters. Why didn't they shoot it down then? I think we know the reason. It had crossed over Alaskan waters on June, July 28th, or January 28th. But the White House press secretary claimed Biden was not briefed until January 31st as the balloon continued its mission across Alaska, across British Columbia, across Idaho, and into Montana. And oh, imagine that. That's We have nukes there on intercontinental ballistic missiles ready to go to protect our country. After hoovering over the base in Montana, this balloon, gigantic balloon, it was three bus lengths long, like big buses, was three of those long and, and you know, around. I mean, that's the that's the uh, size of the balloon. It was huge. And uh, after it had hovered over this base in, Mon- in Montana, it uh, finally was going out over the Atlantic, but still over American territory and American waters, and they hadn't taken any action. Biden finally ordered it to be shot down on Saturday. 
But would we have even known about this? I mean, I guess we would have known if they shot it down, but I don't think Biden would have shot the thing down if there wouldn't have been so much outrage over the weekend in the country. This guy, Larry Mayer, is the guy that took the first pictures of it, that, and he put it on the Internet. He's a, um, he, he lives in Montana in Billings, and he's a newspaper guy. He has his own airplane, and it, it parked in a garage there. And He's a writer for the Billings, Montana newspaper. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, he, uh, he, he saw this thing up there, and he couldn't believe what it was, so he started checking into it. He got his camera with a long lens and pulled this image into the camera. And he thought, man, that's the biggest balloon I've ever seen. He didn't know what he was looking at, but he knew something was up, <laughs> way up like 60,000 feet in the air. He said they shut down the airport and wouldn't let anyone land or take off, but he he said they wouldn't say why. Mayor works, as I said, for the news. It's a gazette. I think it's a, I think it's a Billings Gazette. By the next day, the photographers had been, those, his photographs had been published, and they were around the world on the Internet. Everybody had seen the balloon and going, what is this, and why isn't our government taking action? People in other countries were wondering, why America hadn't taken action. So everybody in town in Billings was talking about it, but everybody around the world was talking about it as well. I mentioned it on this program on Friday, as you may remember, just because it was just kind of breaking news and we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we didn't know that much about it at the time. But over the weekend, it has developed, and finally the president, as I said, took action. It was a big blow up. <laughs> Once the public knew that it was a Chinese spy balloon over up in the sky over our country, specifically one over nuclear installations, they blew up at the Biden administration and Biden blew up the balloon. The first response was that the president had been advised by military not to do so. When that wasn't accepted by most students, the story was floated that the Chinese had sent a balloon over America while Trump was president. They came out with this. He didn't blow it up either. The message was that Trump was no better than Biden. Trump was as bad as Biden is. That's what the left was saying about their own guy. The story was based on an anonymous tip, they said. They couldn't tell who told them that Trump had refused to shoot down a balloon as well. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton, he almost hates Trump. He worked for him at one time. He would sell Trump down the river in a red-hot minute if he could. He said it didn't happen. He said, I'm not defending Trump, but it didn't happen. We never heard of any such thing under his tenure. He said, I don't know of any balloon flights by any power over the United States during my tenure, and I've never heard of any of that occurring before I joined in 2018. I haven't heard of anything that occurred after I left either. Yesterday afternoon, Fox News reported that the senior Biden official told them the previous balloon had been discovered after Trump left office and he and his administration had never been briefed on it. That's concerning as well. So why did intelligence keep this from President Trump? Well, you can fill in the blanks. The same reason they're trying to sue him and destroy him and bring him down and so on. This whole matter has become politicized. And that's not in the best interest of our country. Joe Biden waited till he felt pushed politically to do anything about it. It wasn't a matter of principle. It was just a matter of political expedience. Senator Marco Rubio, he blew up a little bit 
over the weekend as well. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what he said because he's very well informed because he's on the right committees to know and they should know what's going on with this. He said, many are asking, is this the best we can do to protect our country? This Marco Rubio, Florida senator. Yesterday he said, quote, China flew the balloon over the U.S. to send a message. They think America is in decline. He's the top Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee. He said that despite China's claims otherwise, they sent a balloon into the U.S. to send a message about the country's sway against the globe. He said the key part here is they knew exactly what they were doing and there was a message behind it. He told ABC This Week co-anchor Jonathan Carl, he said that, told him this yesterday on ABC. He said they understood that it, the balloon was going to be spotted. They knew the U.S. government would have to reveal it, that people were going to see it over the sky. And the message they were trying to send, Rubio says, is what they believe internally. And that is that the United States is a once great superpower that's hollowed out and it's in decline. The balloon's presence over Montana caused the Federal Aviation Administration to issue a ground stop for the Billings Airport on Wednesday. But U.S. officials only announced the vessel was over the country late Thursday after it had already flown down from Alaska. Defense officials have said the military chose to wait to strike the balloon until the risk to civilization, uh, civilians was minimized. Rubio says China saw the value in that delay as well. He said, quote, the message they're trying to send the world is, look, these guys can't even do anything about a balloon flying over the U.S. airspace. How can you possibly count on them, talking about the United States, this is Marco Rubio, he's saying what China is thinking. He said, how can you count on them, the U.S., if something were to happen in the Indo-Pacific region? How are they going to come to the aid of Taiwan or stand with the Philippines or Japan or India when the Chinese move on their territory? He said, China was creating an environment where people would ask those questions around the world and it would further undermine the position of America with a president that is so weak that he can't respond to something that is not good for America until he's pushed politically. And then finally, at the last minute, when this thing gets out over the ocean and they'll probably never be able to collect all of the parts of this thing and get the intelligence that we should have gotten if they'd have shot it down over ground. I don't know anything about military, but good grief, a fifth grader could figure that out. Yet these people are walking around the halls of power in America making these kinds of decisions. And if we continue to elect them when we go to the polls or mail in our ballot or whatever we do, this is what we're going to get. I'm not advocating for Republicans. I'm advocating for a sane president who loves our country and who will stand up for it and use the powers of the president presidency to do the right thing for America. We don't have that now. Rubio's comments came after a bipartisan outrage. I mean, it wasn't just Republicans, and it wasn't just people that want Trump back in office. It was those people, us people, but it was much more than that. As vice chairman of the Senate's intelligence panel, Rubio will be one of the eight lawmakers who will be briefed on this sometime this, this week. 
And they're going to be locked up behind closed doors on the circumstances around this balloon. And what were we thinking? He said on this week that first and foremost, he wanted to know what the information of the balloon was able to collect. Well, that's reasonable. Whether the Pentagon would now glean useful intelligence from the balloon depends on what they're able to retrieve, Rubio said. When you shoot something out of the sky, it goes into the ocean. You don't always get, get it back in a neat package. Mike Mullen, who served as chairman of the G, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff under Presidents George W. Bush and Barack Obama, he concurred with Rubio in a, in a separate interview on ABC on this week. He said, I think I know enough about the system that you actually can navigate this system, as opposed to what China was saying. He said it has propellers on it, if you will. So he said, this is not an accident. It was deliberate. It was intelligence. Obviously, he said, look, countries spy on countries. What was the value of this platform? He said, but the value of it, he said, in any, we are, what are we going to do about it in the future? And the bigger question is, what are the American voters going to do about this in the future? We've got to take a position. Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, took basically the same position. He was on CBS's Face the Nation yesterday. He said, I want to start by doing something that I don't do very often, which is commending Joe Biden for actually having the guts to shoot this down. He said that was the right thing to do. It was the absolutely right thing to do. But he said, unfortunately, he did it after the fact. And he went off on that and talked about it for quite some time. Very true. One of the U.S. congressmen, I don't remember which one. I've read a lot of content on this. But one of them said, this Joe Biden acted like the guy who tackled the quarterback after the football game was over. I think that pretty well sums it up. That was his Super Bowl, and he lost miserably. This is certainly a time for us to pray for our nation. Our nation needs prayer desperately. I think, and I say this with great hesitation, but I think... China is onto something in the sense that we have hollowed out America because we are systematically dismantling the foundation upon which our country was founded and built and thrived. We are hollowing out the principles, the Judeo-Christian principles upon which this nation was founded. Abortion, this LGBTQIA blah, blah, blah nonsense, that's insanity. That's not inclusivity. It's not equity. It's insanity. These people need help. They don't need accommodation. They don't need to be pushed further down the destructive path they're on. And you can go through every moral issue. And we're killing ourselves. America is going to have to awaken and put somebody in office, people in office, that will at least stand for the, our founding principles, which were godly principles. Hey, thanks for being with me today. Always a pleasure. I need your support to continue every day. We need your support and your help for our recent expansion into New Mexico. Thank you. You know what the drill is. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98001. I'll see you tomorrow.